0: Well, 2021 sure is starting off with a bang in it. We'd like to be a place where you can escape the insanity and enjoy our sort of insanity. So we're a little all over the place this week. We've got some commentary on religion, or rather the religious, because that's not the same thing. Respect for the flag. Respect for your neighbors. Respect for your teeth. And then we bring back Bitchin' in the Kitchen. This time... It's all about soup. There's even a recipe! Manja. Welcome to Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique! We may be awful, but, but we're right! from this video I don't know who this woman is uh, but she's clearly a Mormon
1: oh okay
0: and um, she's talking about some I'm assuming dead woman I guess so I guess the woman is dead now but it's what this is just an example I mean not not to get us into a whole big religious discussion Uh, okay. But this is an example of the problem with religion is that people are assholes and idiots. It's not the religion itself. It's never.
1: Yeah.
0: The religion itself is that that people come up with bullshit ideas that have nothing to do with what they supposedly actually believe. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So this is just crazy Mormon shit. We'll just call it crazy Mormon shit. Okay, here we go. Okay. And be sure and notice that this woman gets very teary when she tells this story.
1: Oh, okay. I love that.
0: Okay. She
2: was the daughter of faithful pioneer parents who had sacrificed much for the gospel. She'd been married in the temple and was the mother of 10 children. She was a talented woman who taught her children how to pray, to work hard and to love each other. She paid her tithing. Sounds and great, right? And the rode to the a church together on Sunday in their wagon. Though she knew it was contrary to the word of wisdom, she developed the habit of drinking coffee and kept a coffee pot on the back of her stove. She claimed that the Lord will not keep me out of heaven for a little cup of coffee, but because of that little cup of coffee, she could not qualify for a temple recommend. Uh. And neither could those of her children who drank coffee with her. Uh, (laughs) She lived to a good old age, and she did eventually qualify to re-enter and serve in the temple. But only one of her 10 children had a worthy temple marriage, and a great number of her posterity, which is now in its fifth generation, live outside of the blessings of the restored gospel she believed in and her forefathers sacrificed so much for
1: that oh my god
2: <laughs> i it's it, there's so
0: much there's so much it i can say It makes my that.
1: mind real
0: <laughs> i i mean on the one hand you know mormons are they're really nice people i mean they're they're horrible in the same way that a lot of the extreme religious yeah. people are horrible but they're incredibly polite, lovely people. Oh, they are! Yeah, they truly, truly are. And the and the teenage boys on their bicycles are pretty much the cutest thing anyone could ever see. I mean, oh, I will always, yeah. yeah, I will always have a, a place in my heart for the Mormon bicycle boys. But this shit about, I mean, she. Okay, this is this is my point. She says. The Lord will not keep me out of heaven because I have a cup of coffee. Okay. She's not wrong. Yeah. But the assholes won't let her come to church because of coffee. Oh, my God. That's what actually happened. She's fine. She's fine. Her family's fine. It's just that human beings are being assholes to her, no matter how good a person she is, because she enjoyed a cup of coffee now and again.
1: Oh, my God. You know, the devil's brew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you'd think she was cooking meth. I mean, my God. I don't know how anyone could be part of a religion that doesn't allow coffee.
1: I've never even... I mean, I'm not up on my Mormonism, but I don't think I'd heard that before. I didn't realize it's it a It's a coffee. caffeine thing. Okay. They don't,
0: because caffeine is a stimulant.
1: Okay. It is,
0: it is a drug. And therefore, it's not allowed.
1: But can they take, like, pills when they get sick?
0: Well, no, they don't have I I don't think they have a problem with medicine, okay. but that's not the same as drugs.
1: You know, oh, okay. medicine isn't
0: drugs, I guess.
1: Because there could be, you know, pills that could be stimulants or depressants or whatever, and are they allowed to take those, you know? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I mean, they're not Scientologists. Where Scientologists think that psychiatry is trying to destroy people, but I mean, they're not that bad. But still, caffeine though.
1: Wow! Yep. Wow!
0: Are, I mean, the the idea that there are people out there who can live without caffeine.
1: Oh, I know. I can't. I mean, fuck. I, I mean, absolutely we, cannot.
0: We we are both enjoying caffeine right I this guess. moment, as we always are. <laughs>
1: You know, but yeah, it's weird because I, you know, like, because, uh, you know, mom got a divorce. (gasps) She did not take communion for like, I don't know, 15 years.
0: Now, was it because she felt she couldn't or because people told her she couldn't? I mean, I know that there's sort of a rule, but if people don't know you, like you could go to a church across town, couldn't you? (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, I just think that she felt that she couldn't because, you know, her parents were very traditional Catholic. And then finally, she just right. started doing it again because she realized that, you know, move move with the times, you know.
0: <laughs> well, and she, but she also, she married a man who was divorced. So wasn't that, I mean, was that necessarily bad that she, it wasn't that she... Should she not have... I mean, obvi- there's so many reasons why she shouldn't have married him.
1: But, yeah. But
0: him being a divorcee, shouldn't that have been a problem?
1: Yeah, but I guess she just made her justification with that, with the church, I guess. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've I've heard of couples who... Uh, the, the only reason why I know about, like, details about when... Couples have to jump through a lot of hoops to say annul a previous marriage, like in the eyes of the church, yeah. so that so that they can the person can marry again. And it was only because it was, and I I won't say who, but it was someone that was on the radio, and he he was brought up, you know, he he had a Mexican father and an Italian mother, oh, so he okay. was very, quite Catholic.
1: That is hardcore and, Catholic, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: So, but he was, this woman that he was marrying was going to be his third wife. But she, who was, I believe she was from a Czech background, and they're also Mm -hmm. quite Catholic. For some reason, it was so important to her to be married in the church. And so he had to spend, oh God, was it a year? I mean, it was a long time and a lot of effort and a lot of money and a lot of meeting with priests and shit to jump through all the necessary hoops to act like his first two marriages don't exist to like repurify him or whatever. So he could marry her. (laughs) But, but here's the thing though. Here's the thing about that. I mean, I don't know if I have as much trouble with the church having rules As I have with people going jumping through all the hoops to abide by them. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't fucking have to get married in the church. But here's the thing that pissed me off when I first heard that this couple was doing this. They already had a kid. Oh. They were only getting married. I mean, granted, they might have gotten married otherwise. But their first kid... Was at their wedding,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and I think he was like two or three. So it's like if she's so fucking Catholic to make him go through all that, yeah, why was she knocked up?
1: <laughs> That's well, you know, it happens. It's
0: like I'm sorry, yeah. It really you either fall you either follow the rules or you don't. Yeah, you know, it's like you you. And that's one of those and that's one of the reasons one of the many reasons why we're not really part of that church anymore you and i but but if I was gonna be in it, I'd be fucking in it
1: you know? oh yeah, totally
0: i just i don't get it, I don't get it, and again, it's the the religion itself is the core beliefs and stuff. It's the cultural bullshit that surrounds it that Mm -mm. that that's where all the rules come in. You know, it's, it's the subjugation of women and shit and purity rings and all that other nonsense. (sighs) That's, that's fucking people. That's fucking white man bullshit owning, owning women and, and other shit, you know, but Oh God, you know, but he had to purify his dick or whatever.
1: That just reminded me, remember like when the Jonas Brothers were like really, really hot shit and they made a big deal about how they're wearing their purity rings. Oh, purity rings. And it's like, please, they were having pussy and mouth thrown at them.
0: Oh my god.
1: Hundreds of times a day every day. You cannot yeah. tell me that those yeah. boys kept it in their pants. Give me a break.
0: Oh god, yeah. They, with their I, fucking they, purity yeah.
1: rings. Yeah, they
0: <laughs> they stayed away from groupie action as much as say new kids on the block did. Yeah. Oh, they got everything they wanted.
1: Yeah, it's like give me a break with your fucking purity ring. <laughs>
0: I bet they drank
1: coffee too.
2: Oh God. <laughs> uh, the bitchin' booty. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they could plan out their show. Yes. Shows. I think we've uh, gotta find some time and get get time I think to we should do, do it that. right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Doctor Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps. I can't do it now. I can't speak. Too much pressure.
0: I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Doctor Dan from the Two
2: Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most bitching boutique. See, that was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it now. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right. What do you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I, think, I hope they use that. Let's see if I cut it. And put it in <laughs> Diplomatic community I don't
1: know what I wondered Did they wear the WWJD bracelets? or I think that fad was over by the time they were a thing. Uh,
0: I don't know. They it was still in full swing like early 2000s. And I remember that because um because Clay Aiken wore one. Uh, because one of his students gave it to him when he went on American Idol. And you know, he had to protect himself going to California and everything.
1: Oh, well, you know.
0: You know. You know. <laughs> Oh, you know, it, those... it upset me so much. And it's <laughs> like,
1: but those bracelets don't upset me so much as the Not Today Satan t-shirts.
0: <laughs> See, the thing about Not Today Satan is I I, I think it's hilarious.
1: It's so funny and stupid. Get
0: the behind me, Satan. I love saying shit like that. But <laughs> I, it's like, I have a hard time believing that anyone is doing it seriously. You know? God, oh my God. So this would have been late eighties, early nineties. Uh, do you remember when it was around the time when it was like, I'm going to say in the Amy Grant days when, you know, Christian pop was really in. Uh-huh. And so every, so being like ex- as publicly Christian as you possibly could in every aspect of your life was a thing. And so there were all these t-shirts where People would use, like, corporate logos, but change them to make them Christian. Oh, and my favorite I remember one, that. It was, it was the Reebok logo. Uh, Lobo. The Reebok logo, but that said Reborn.
1: Oh, my.
0: That's the one I remember the oh most. Oh, my but God. I remember,
1: no, I do remember that, though. Oh, God, how so gross.
0: There was so much of that shit. And I just remember thinking, and maybe... Maybe Catholics have maybe we're a little more sensitive to blasphemy than
2: Protestants. <laughs> I don't
0: but know. all I could think was that is that that pretty much qualifies as blasphemy, doesn't it?
1: I you would think I don't I know. Mean, oh, you, it's you just... know, if you're
0: gonna be serious about it. I mean, well, it's kind of like this the people who are like, you know, more American than thou assholes, but they'll wear fucking cargo shorts made out of the fucking flag and it's like no you're literally putting the flag on your ass right now it's
1: so horrifying
0: (laughs) i mean i have well actually my the shorts i have are actually technically italian flag shorts god i don't even think i still have them because i wouldn't be able to fit my fat ass in them but i got them because i didn't like the mexican flag shorts because they should have been the same they should have been the same shorts, but the Mexican flag should have had an emblem on one. Side oh yeah, more. yeah. But when I worked for that company that sold T-shirts and shorts representing flags of all the nations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I used to, I, I used to wear my Italian shorts at Christmas because they were red, white, and green, and you know it's like that was my that was my Christmas outfit <laughs> because it's Texas and you can wear shorts on Christmas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just remember, do you remember when we were neighbors and we lived in the duplex together? Uh-huh. Uh, I used to have an Italian fag that I used to fly outside. Do you remember?
0: It totally sounded like you said Italian fag. uh so. I, I used to have remember.
1: an Italian flag <laughs> that I used to fly outside. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, totally. And for a while, the picture of that house on Google Street View had... Was when you had the flag flying, oh, that's cool, I just remember that because one day the that that place went up for rent, and the for some reason all the pictures of it it was it was your side um well, your side that had previously been my side yeah but but it was your side because it was with the tile floor and the and the light fixture that Benny put up. And oh, all that, you know, yeah. you could tell it was, it was your version of the house as opposed to my version of yeah, the house. Yeah. But, uh, but the outside pictures definitely were taken when we were still there because not only that, the, um, the window unit was still in the garage window on my side. Oh, I mean, okay. it was definitely those pictures were from when, when we were still there, uh-huh. which is so crazy. See, that's exciting. I just can't stand the fact that the Google the Google Street View image of, of the house that I bought is still from when it was up for sale. This house and the house next door, because they were both for sale at the same time. Uh-huh. It's both. The trees are really small, because the trees were babies in the front yard. And then the, the for sale signs are still sitting there, and there's no car in the garage, because, you know, no one lived here, because they were dead. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird the the Google view of my house weirdly enough mom's car is not in the driveway and it's some car that I don't recognize. I have no idea whose car that is, like some big silver SUV. Really? And it's like who the hell's SUV is that? Like I, like someone weird stopped by and they pulled the where, yeah, it was really strange. <laughs> like okay, that's whatever. that's crazy. really weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
0: And 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 as long as we're talking about Google Street View and shit. The house, my house from San Jose, the people who live across the street, the Google Street View still shows the world's most gigantic RV, which they kept parked on the street 36, however many, 36 years ago when we lived there, and it's still on Google Street View, and it's even the Google satellite image. You can see the RV from fucking space. It was totally illegal to park it on the street. It was so big that if you stood on the sidewalk in front of our house, you could not see their house. <laughs> but those assholes got around the city code about how cuz you could park it temporarily at your place like if you were getting ready for a trip, uh-huh. you know? They would park it there temporarily constantly all the time. And they would just like drive it around every couple of weeks just oh. in case. To be like, well, no, we we used it, and now we parked it here again, and it's still within the two-week period or whatever. But the the code enforcement people could never do anything about it for some reason. And that's one of the reasons why I'm really big on code enforcement. It's like some, some rules are there for a goddamn reason. Oh, yeah.
1: In fact, on my block, there was somebody that had this big RV parked, and it was blocking the sidewalk for months. Oh, Fuck. And which irritated me because it, you know, it interfered with my dog walking, you know, Absolutely. but I was like, whatever, I'll go around. But there was something in, uh, you know, the neighborhood little newsletter that goes out <laughs> about complaining, you know, about, you know, you shouldn't have RVs. You shouldn't
0: block the sidewalk. Blocking yeah, the
1: great. sidewalk and blah, blah, blah. And I guess people, they called the city or whatever. Cause all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> They're fucking
0: out. Oh my God. It's like people, you know, if you, if you want to live in a polite society, you need to not be an asshole. Don't be the asshole of your neighborhood. Yeah. If everyone just is aware enough of their own actions to not be the asshole of their neighborhood, then the neighborhood won't have any assholes in it. It's just, it's very simple.
1: I was an asshole last night because I was blasting music in the backyard, but we stopped at about 10, so that's okay. I mean, we stopped playing music about 10. Yeah. But I'm sure the neighbors were like, oh, my God, what is going on over there? Because it was loud.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, you know, my neighbors, they will have super, super loud parties, but at 10 o'clock, zip it's like, I don't... It's almost as if someone pulls a plug. It's oh, yeah. amazing. Because they will go from super loud to nothing. And la- uh, last night, there was a party... Not not the direct across the street, but the diagonals. The people with uh, the trampoline. Uh
1: uh-huh.
0: So there was multiple kids screaming on the trampoline. There was extremely loud music. There was incredibly bright lights. Like, blindingly bright uh-huh. lights. But when I went to bed at 10... It was done. it was gone.
1: See that's good. that's nice. you know
0: it's like we're gonna we're gonna piss you off this for this long, but we're gonna stop at exactly ten. o'clock. see
1: that's see that's I don't know bad. how
0: you get a car If you have a house full of people, I don't know how you get everyone to shut up at ten. I don't know how I don't know how to do that.
1: you know I guess you just like turn the music off and make cool. The year of
0: self-care. Here comes Amelia again with her insistence that we all have time for self-care. That bitch, what does she know about my schedule? Well, you brush your teeth, don't you? Please don't say no. That's just gross. How much time do you spend brushing your teeth? Like when you do a good job at it? Two, three minutes? I bet you don't even know. Because most of us stopped paying attention to how we brushed our teeth a long time ago. We've got stuff to think about. So we go on autopilot and our brain worries about whether or not we're going to be late for that appointment or did we forget to gas up the car or, God, that bulb is burned out again. I swear there's got to be a short in this light fixture. Have you ever thought about the present moment? Like, as opposed to the past or the future? When you're feeling stressed out, if your mind dwells on the past, it's worrying about that stuff that you can't change. If it's focused on the future... It's imagining all the bad things that are going to happen if you don't do everything exactly right. If you think about it, both the past and the future are an illusion created by your mind, and the only thing that's real is now. Right now. And now is fleeting. It's like trying to hold water in your fist. Wait, didn't you say you were going to talk about brushing our teeth? Jeez, you're pushy. And here you are thinking about what I said before instead of listening to what I'm saying now. But okay, here's why I brought that up. Next time you brush your teeth, I want you to pay attention to what you're doing. And don't start with that, but I have things to do and I can't just stand there for three minutes without the kids or something distracting me. Is your house on fire? Is your child on fire? I'm pretty sure you can find a moment to brush your damn teeth without distraction. Close the stupid door. You're giving up on self-care without even fucking trying to spend a moment focusing on yourself. And really, if you honestly can't get a couple minutes of quiet alone time, no wonder you're so damn stressed out. And by the way, this is you imagining a future that isn't fucking happening. You are making it all up. So don't argue with me. You're going to do this. You're going to think about the teeth in your mouth and brush them all. Start at the back on one side, top or bottom teeth, it's up to you. Think about the molar that's all the way in the back. Brush it, and then the one in front of it, and the one in front of that. How many teeth are in that section of your mouth? Did you give each one a good equal amount of brushing? The front, the back, the side you chew on? Move to another quadrant and brush all of those teeth, giving thought to each one. Are you angling the brush so that the bristles get under the edge of your gum line? Are you being careful not to brush too hard? Are you doing a good job at keeping all the toothpaste in your mouth? Good. Oh, and while you're doing this, breathe. Calm, easy breaths through your nose if you can manage it. If you keep catching yourself going on autopilot, switch hands. You'll need to concentrate more using the other one. And when you're done brushing every tooth, look at the time. You just spent a few minutes brushing your teeth really well. It's important to take care of your teeth especially now that we're wearing face masks all the time. I mean, I'm pretty sure the main reason those idiots are whining that they can't wear masks is because their mouths are disgusting. Taking care of your oral health is a great thing you can do for yourself. It's not only good for your mouth, but doing it thoughtfully and caring for yourself without distraction is great for your soul. And no, I am not going to talk about flossing. I'm a realist. I know nobody actually flosses their teeth. So one of the things that I, it's very important to me that I do more of this year. Well, part of, part of the being home all the time and stuff kind of has led up to this, but uh, I'm doing a lot more cooking and because I'm doing a lot more cooking and experimenting it's time to really go hard on the bitchin' in the kitchen.
2: Bitchin in the kitchen, I'm crying in the bedroom all night.
0: Oh yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and today I want to talk about soup. Just sort of in general. And I will I will give sort of um, I will give some some tips, but I will also give a bit of a recipe that's incredibly easy. Uh, soup in general if you think you can't cook, I bet you can make soup. I mean, you know, cuz you y'all know that I I usually don't do recipes I usually do like it's more like a techniques and a creativity mm-hmm. thing and a no, oh, you can come up with your own way to do this. The thing about soup is it can be anything. I mean, my god, it can be anything. And a lot, you know, even vegetables that you think like, well, I I don't I don't feel like corn and you know zucchini go together, but they go together if they're in a soup. Oh,
1: they sure do. You know, they sure do.
0: Peas and you know peas and carrots and you know got and cabbage and whatever. It's like whatever you have, it can go in a soup. Whatever you have left over, make soup out of it. You know, it's just soup and casseroles. That's what leftovers are for. <laughs> But I want to talk about some very, very basic things that you should keep in your pantry all the time, so that at a moment's notice you can whip up some soup. Yeah, you can buy. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I hate when things are labeled bone broth. That's called stock. Bone broth is. For people who don't know what stock is, well, and isn't bone because broth, broth is kind is, of
1: a woo-woo elitist food? I mean, thing. it's an old,
0: it's a very old yeah, school thing. Yeah. It's a you know, drinking, drinking a good restorative broth. You know, it's very healthy because stock is made from yeah, there's meat involved, but you're basically boiling bones. You're boiling it slow over a long period of time, and so that all that cartilage and all that good shit, all the minerals and stuff that are in those bones are going to get leached out into the water and create deliciousness. Broth is the same kind of idea, but made for meat. Broth is a very cheap thing to buy, and even though stock is better, broth is fine if you're making soup. Always keep Beef broth, vegetable broth, and low-sodium chicken broth, probably. Although regular chicken broth is fine. You know, keep that kind of stuff around. Uh, Companies like Knorr make these little... It's like these little tubs that are, like, concentrated, like beef stock and chicken stock. And you you just take this little gelatinous goo that's in a tub... And you mix it in like a couple of cups of warm water. And it's like they they took, you know, cows and cows and cows worth of bones and boiled them for days with a shit ton of spices and vegetables and stuff to make the most glorious, salty-ass awesome flavor nugget. Oh,
1: I love anything nor is that's all I buy is nor when I can.
0: Oh my God. You it's know, but so I do not say about those... the
1: nor for the people who imagine that they have MSG issues. And I say that you because, don't. you know, 99% of people that say they have MSG issues do not. Right. Nor does use MSG. So be aware of that.
0: But that's, but that's why there should, that's why it's so good. Yes. Yeah. And just because you got sick once after eating Chinese food, it's, it's not because there was MSG and it's probably because the restaurant you went to had horrible, horrible, filthy, disgusting kitchen. Because I have willingly gone to Chinese restaurants that I loved, even though I know that they kept failing their health reports, their health inspections.
1: Oh, uh, me too.
0: (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I miss that. I miss Wan Fu. One foo, God damn it. That was one of my favorite places in the world. And God damn I mean, eventually they got shut down for that.
1: Shit. Oh, I know. I just got to say something really funny, really quick. Do you remember walk and roll on burn it around yes. the corner from, you know, my house on Woodrow. Yeah. I remember on the news one day, you know, where they did, you know, their expose of the restaurants that failed their health tests. Oh yeah. They said that walk and roll failed their health thing one year and I got so excited I instantly got in the car and went there. <laughs> and that's the truth.
0: <laughs> well, you know going there immediately after they fail, that's probably the cleanest their kitchens ever going to be. <laughs> that's true. I mean, truly. But okay, so but, but back to soup making. The basics of soup are I mean and some soups can be made very quickly, but A lot of it is just, you just need ingredients, liquid, and thyme. And I don't mean like thyme, like like the herb. I mean, like, it just needs to cook for a bit. Yes. And, you know, I can go into a whole how to make stock. I can go into all that shit. I'm not going to do that. This is for people who are afraid to make their own soup. One of my favorite things to do, and it is it is glorious i mean stew is also you know stew is also a big thing stew is a soup chili is a soup it's all a soup but one of the best things you can do and and like the whole thing about you know the reason why soup is so easy is because what what do you have in the what do you have in the fridge that that in a couple days you would need to throw out if you don't use and one of those things that a lot of people possibly have because i i know i always do bags of like pre-mixed chopped salad Oh,
1: and yes. you're thinking
0: why would I put salad in a soup chopped salad is basically cabbage and a little bit of kale mm-hmm. and some carrots and if there is any lettuce in there it's just going to dissolve into the liquid yep. but all that cabbage that it's like especially if it looks like okay this is It's not like it's bad, but it's starting to look a little wilty and I don't want to eat it raw because it, it, it makes me feel funny, but it's not bad yet. You know, that stage, like it's been in the fridge a little too long or the fridge got a little cold. You know how like lettuce will freeze and then liquefy (laughs) sometimes I know it well, just like, (laughs) you know, it just gets a little too cold and in your fridge and it, for whatever reason, the salad seems a little mushy, throw it in a pot with vegetable stock, chicken stock, you know, broth, whatever, whatever you bought, you know, maybe you have some celery in the house. Maybe you thought you were going to go on a celery kick and then you realized, Oh my God, I'm not going to sit here and eat celery. Okay, fine. Cut it into little pieces, cut it into thin little pieces, throw that in there. That shit'll cook. It'll cook down. It's it's not hard to eat when it's been cooked all day.
1: Yeah. And it does give good flavor. Yeah. Celery.
0: Cans of tomatoes. Oh my God. Cans of stewed tomatoes.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Why is your pantry not full of them all the time? Get, have some diced ones, have some whole stewed tomatoes, have some puree, have some, we talked. you know, um, we talked on our Thanksgiving episode. We talked about the glories of tomato paste, have a lot of tomato products in the house. They keep for a really long time and you will always throw them in a soup. Always. Um, carrots, little, little chunks of potato, whatever you have. But one thing for, you know, there's a lot of frozen vegetables that like you're in the, you're in the frozen section of the store and you're like, who would buy like frozen sliced carrots? Who would buy frozen, you know, things that just seem boring. G- greens, although, oh my God, chopped spinach, chopped mustard greens, whatever it is. Keep shit like that in your fridge. Even if you think, but I'm not going to sit here and just eat turnip greens. Okay, fine. But you're going to throw it in some soup. And it's going to be really good. I got to say turnip
1: greens, collard greens. I always use those things in soups. And it seems weird to people, but they always like it.
0: One of the best soups I ever made was... Actually, it was this past Thanksgiving. um, Because since we're ordering we're doing like the curbside pickup at the grocery store and produce is kind of a weird thing to order online. And, you know, like I wanted big chunks of carrot cause I was doing roasted, some roasted vegetables mm-hmm. and I couldn't just buy like a big bunch of carrots. So I bought something that was called like a soup starter kit. And it was like a, like a quarter of a head of cabbage, a couple of little red skin potatoes an onion, an onion that I would not have picked up.
1: Oh yeah. I've seen those. Yeah.
0: Two big fat carrots, you know, like six tiny little sticks of celery. So, you know, the carrots got, the carrots and the potatoes got put into my Thanksgiving stuff, but the rest of it, I just cut it all. I just kind of cut it all up into small pieces, threw it in a pot and I threw a bag of, of chopped spinach in there. I had, I had taken a bunch of, Chicken tent like frozen chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. We cut them into like little tiny pieces. I threw them in the pot um with a little olive oil and a whole bunch of like cornstarch, like dusted them with cornstarch and flour, like almost to make like little chunks of fried chicken. And then poured the, the broth in there, you know, because all that flour and stuff, you know, it's like I there's you can look up how to make a roux, but basically if there's like some cornstarch or some flour, in the early stages of your soup, you're going to end up with this wonderful velvety texture. Oh yeah. And it's
1: It'll, like a, it's yeah. not going to
0: be watery. It's just going to have this wonderful texture to it. There was so much just awesome deliciousness of random. I even, I even went through and took all the leftover roasted vegetables from Thanksgiving and cut them into smaller pieces Ooh, and threw them in there. See, that
1: sounds good
0: there was chunks of sweet potato in there there was chunks of regular potato there was there was carrots there was all, oh my god there was all this onion oh my god it was fantastic and those vegetables had cooked in like herbed butter that had like lemon zest and all kinds of shit in it because that's what we we basically filled chickens mm-hmm. with herbed butter and then let all the fat drip all of that drip out onto the the vegetables on the bottom. But I mean, soup is, it's just a mixture of shit. You should not be afraid of it. And I have made this tip before, but if you're like, well, I don't know what kind of spices I should put in this. I've, I've done this tip before. I highly, highly, I cannot recommend this high enough. If you're thinking, well, I have this dried herb here and this container of this spicy thing I don't know. Do they go together? How do you know they go together? You take the two open containers and hold them up to your nose at the same time. And smell. Like one to one nostril and one to the other nostril. and You take a nice whiff. If they smell good together, they're going to taste good yep. together. That never fucking fails.
1: Always do that. And the glories of soup, too. No matter what's in it, it will freeze just fine.
0: Oh, soup freezes so well. And, oh my uh, God. that
1: you have something when you're lazy or you're tired oh or, you know. Yeah.
0: Especially if you, if you live alone, if you're just cooking for yourself, freeze things in like single serving, like a quart freezer bag, you know, like, you know, three cups of soup or however much you think you would want on like a cold day when you just want some soup because it's cold. Um, It's just, it's. It's perfect. Oh, yeah, I did that all the time
1: in what the nine years I lived by myself in San Antonio. I did that all the time and froze stuff.
0: Absolutely. Oh, my Lord.
1: Oh my, I didn't see you there. You really spooked me. Just like my podcast, The Paranormal Burrito. We're a weekly podcast featuring a new guest every episode. So join us for fun and spooky stories. If you have a spooky story you'd like to share, email us at theparanormalburrito at gmail.com.
0: The Paranormal
1: Burrito, your true stories.
0: going to do a little bit of a recipe here this is it is minestrone soup minestrone soup is not as mysterious as you think it is and the first time i looked up a recipe for minestrone soup i was like that can't be what minestrone soup is because it seems like it's way more complicated and exciting than it actually is and you can make this soup right here you can make, you can have it ready to go in 30 minutes, but you can go even faster if you do what I did, which is when you do your shopping, especially since a lot of people are doing their shopping online right now. If a recipe tells you that you're going to dice, you know, a couple of carrots, buy a bag of frozen cut up carrots. Yeah. If it's telling you to buy some zucchinis, buy frozen sliced zucchini. You can keep this shit around all the time, and then when you suddenly feel like making a pot of soup, you're just throwing, you're opening cans and ripping open bags of shit and throwing it in a pot, and then you end up with soup. So here's, here's what we're doing. We're doing carrot. I'm not even going to go into amounts because it doesn't matter. You're going to do whatever you have. Carrots, zucchini, an onion, celery, garlic, I always put way more garlic than they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. If you have long enough to cook, leave the garlics whole and let them slow cook all day. If you're not, if it's, if it's only going to cook for a little while, cut the garlic into little bitty pieces, cans of diced tomatoes and all the liquid that are in the can. Um, great Northern beans, which are basically white kidney beans. They're also known as cannellini beans. Um, the first time i wanted to make minestrone and i and i ra- made a, a shopping list out of the ingredients it was really hard for me to find them in the store because they're not they're not going to be at eye level in most grocery stores i was on my hands and knees in the canned food aisle and because i walked up and down i'm like i know they have them i know they fucking have them and the problem was I had to find where the sticker was on the shelf because there were two cans left in the whole store and they were all the way at the back of the shelf yeah, the where I could because they were, <laughs> because they were on the floor, the floor level shelf. So I was on my hands and knees like practically, practically to the point of laying on the floor so that my entire length of my arm could go all the way back and grab those. And it took me forever to get up off the floor. And I'm not kidding while I was down there, Luckily, the store wasn't crowded, but as people were walking by, because they were looking at me and I was like, anybody need anything while I'm down here?
2: Right. (laughs) Because
0: there's no reason all of us should get down on the floor. But when you find them, buy a bunch of them. If you're ordering, and the best thing about ordering online, make the guy who works for the store do it. He's probably got some in the stock in the back and he doesn't have to crawl around on the floor. So you've got your great northern beans, which are basically white kidney beans. You've got a can of regular kidney beans. What kind of noodles do you have in the house? Smaller noodles are better because they're going to cook fairly fast. If you've got, if all you have is spaghetti, take a little bit of spaghetti and just like crush it up. So you have like little inch long pieces Mm -hmm. of spaghetti. A noodle is a noodle. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It's soup. It's fine. You know, do you have macaroni? Fine. Do you have little shells? Fine. Whatever you want. Italian seasoning, if you don't have a mixture of Italian seasoning, it's like basil and oregano and, you know, just l- if if you're confused, Google it, see what's in Italian yeah. seasoning, you probably have some of that shit. And then a little extra dry basil, some olive oil and some water and that is fucking it. And you will saute, you will saute the vegetables that are fresh, like if, if you started off with an onion and celery because that's what you had fresh in the fridge. You start off with that. You kind of get that starting to cook first. Then you start throwing all your frozen shit. You just throw all the vegetables in there and have it on high and get them cooking. Throw the broth in so they can start boiling. Open up all your cans of tomatoes and shit. Just dump, dump, dump. And then towards the end, you get your little bit of noodles. Now this is like, I made an enormous pot of soup and I only used a half a cup of little tiny itty bitty shell pasta because it was going to soak up all the liquid. And I, I I was afraid of it soaking up all the liquid and potentially, you know, now there's no liquid in my soup while it's sitting there burning, you know, it's cooking all day. And like I said, you can do this in 30 minutes because all you have to do is bring it to a boil. And once it's boiled, you're basically done. Just keep checking those little noodles that are in there. when When the noodles are cooked, the soup is ready. Or if you're worried about the noodles, boil them in a separate pot and then dump them in later. If you want to really keep an eye on the noodles like you're not trusting it, do that. But I cooked mine for a couple of hours. Like I said, you could do it in 30. It is the easiest thing in the world. And, oh, well, I don't have zucchini. Okay. Do you have a bag of frozen peas? Do you have, you know, what do you have? Do you have, do you have a bunch of chopped spinach in the freezer? Do you have, you know, anything you want. It's the tomato-y broth. It's having a tomato-based broth and Italian seasoning and a little bit of pasta. That's what makes it minestrone and and some beans. The rest of it is what do you have in the house? Because I guarantee you, when you're talking about, like, some Italian lady cooking for her family, she's not like, well, I can't make soup today because I don't have the right kind of bean you know, she's just putting stuff in a pot and cooking it and every, and it's delicious and everyone eats it.
1: You can do that. Oh yeah. And like when my mom was growing up, it was like, what was in the garden that they could go pick at the
0: time. Right. Like what's, you know? yeah. What can I pick today? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, or if, you know, bags of that, like mixed soup vegetables that you would never just eat, like just heat up a, it's green beans and lima beans and, and, corn and peas and little little diced carrots. Like no one would just sit there and eat that, but that's throw that in your soup. It's instant, it's instant soup. You've look, you got like six kinds of vegetables in there. All of a sudden soup is fucking easy. And this time of year when the weather is gray and drizzly, and even if it's not consistently cold, like when you're down here where I am, you know, And it doesn't get consistently cold, but every once in a while you get that, oh my God, it's going to get down into the 20s tonight. That's when you want to have soup around. So have, have shit to make soup all the time. Because you never know when you just really want some fucking soup.
1: Amen. And, and I, you I,
0: can do this.
1: Yeah, and I do got to say, I like that you said to saute the onions first because if you just chop up onions and throw raw onion and boil it
0: they have for some reason it's not the same
1: and they have a weird oniony taste that's not good you always have to saute them a little bit first and there's like a bitterness yeah i've learned that from trial and error yep
0: oh yeah sweat your onions And sometimes like, you know, when you're doing it with, with like chicken, like when I was doing those chicken tenders, there was hardly any, any fat on them. And I ended up having to put like 10 times more olive oil in there than I normally would just because there was no goddamn fat. I'm like trying to, fr- you know, make little chunks of fried chicken then all the breading is going to fall off anyway, but just to get it started. And I'm like, Oh God, there's no fucking fat coming off of coming off of this meat. Oh my Lord. You know, just a little more olive oil, a little more olive oil yeah. until, you know, and, you're, and it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, but it looks all fatty. Oh, it's so fatty. Yeah, you're about to pour like 32 ounces of broth on top of it. Fat is flavor.
1: I was going to say is fat flavor. is salt. good. And you know, if it's too bland for you at the end, just throw in some MSG. Oh,
0: exactly. Oh, and that's another reason. <laughs> the reason why I didn't mention anything about putting salt in there is because everything you're throwing in there is canned or frozen. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's already, it's already cooked. That's part of it. And it's cooked with a shit ton of salt. So you really probably don't need to add any salt. There's a really good chance of that. And and like broth tends to be really salty too. But you technically made it from scratch because none of it was pre-made. It's just, you know, a can of beans. No one expects you to buy dry beans. In fact, if you buy... My understanding is if you buy dry kidney beans and you don't eat them within a certain amount of time, they can kill you.
1: Oh, I didn't so know that. So
0: don't ever buy dry kidney beans
1: unless you <laughs> know what you're doing.
0: I I don't know for a fact that that's true, but I have heard that. And no, that's to anyway. To ki- why I did I
1: used to cook the dry white beans a lot. When I lived in San Antonio yeah. a lot. Because and they cook I used to do black
0: beans a lot.
1: way faster than other beans for some reason, and that was a really good thing for me. They, were they cook were they really, the, really the, fast.
0: Were they were they dry cannellini or were they some other kind? of was I think it
1: was the the white the navy beans.
0: Oh, navy beans. Okay.
1: And those cook okay. really fast. I like that.
0: Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about, I'm wondering. I may have to Google it later. I wonder if. I think navy bean is a different kind of bean I think it might just be like the way there's that like lima beans are when a a lima bean is really small but if you let them grow and get really big then they call them butter beans it's basically the same thing but it tastes completely different and the texture is totally different because they let it grow more it's just you know it's all science but soup you can do this Yeah,
1: absolutely make some
0: soup make some soup this week you can do it Yay, yay
2: you. Yay.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts
0: or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers. Stickers. Please
1: subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com.
1: We'd love to hear from you.
2: coffee.